Ghost Weaver. We are back with another episode of Slender You, brought to you by Squadcast FM. They haven't paid us yet, but we, we love what we see. To be determined if this actually works again, we still haven't figured out the intro music, but I'll throw something on here. But we also got to talk about everything else going on in the bowl world. So, Tej, what bowl games do you have for us? What's going on in the portal? We got a three-man weave going on. We're missing Pablo and Ev, but we got me and String and Block here. So, we're going to three-man weave this particular episode for y'all. And we're going to be sounding wonderful, thanks to Squadcast. Well, y'all want to start the portal? We should start there. We should start with the Aggie stuff with String. <laughs> Obviously, it's been a crazy day for Aggie. Evan Stortz in the portal. Bison Tits is out of the portal, back at A&M. We are uh, back, baby. Another guy def- deflected over to Syracuse with E-Rob. So I just want a state of, of where things stand. And also I want to hear about Lagway, which now it looks like Lagway's down to either staying with Florida and, or, you know, Aggie has been chasing and that's been reported. But today it was also reported that USC and Lincoln is trying to get in on the Lagway chase. So just let me know what's going on from the ground in Aggieland. I mean, I think right now <laughs> I'm at the point where I just want to look at the damn spring roster and figure out who's on the roster and go from there. Like, it's just, there's just so much drama to keep up with that it's hard to, it's hard to follow this stuff. Like, I'll start with DeSantis. I think that, like, there are a lot of players right now, both at A&M and other places, that are hopping in the portal to see what their value is and then maybe recognizing that their value isn't quite as high as what they thought it was going to be or whatever they were getting paid at their current institution and decide to come back. I think that that's what Chase saw, and so he's back, and we're super excited to have him. I don't know if that's the case with Evan. I mean, it kind of has felt like Evan has had one foot out the door since day one, but we'll see what happens. I, right now, it's kind of like when somebody signs somewhere, then we'll figure it out. Same thing with Walt Nolan. He was supposed to have committed and signed to Ole Miss this weekend, but we haven't heard anything, and it's now Wednesday, Tuesday, you know? So who knows? You know, and Fadil Diggs, like, he is a good player. I don't. Yeah, you know, y'all know when I, on the on the group chat when I talked about shit my pants losses. Like honestly, Fadil, good for him, man. Like I'm, I'm, he can go do what he's gonna do. He is from Camden, New Jersey. He has been at A and M for four years. He was in that 2020 signing class. He is a graduate transfer. His brother just signed with Syracuse. Like that's one of those things where you can't fault that dude for leaving. Like no, you can't. go be close to family. Go be with your, you know, go play with your brother. Go play with your former head coach for your former, you know, D line coach. Go do what you got to do. But you'll be okay. We'll be okay. Everything will be fine. So I don't know, man. Well, we'll see what happens. On the flip side, too, A and M's picked up a few good players in the portal. Like I think that you know we're actually picking up players in the portal, which is different than what Jimbo did in the past. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see what happens. Honestly, I'm just kind of at the point now where all this. This drama is worse than signing day stuff. And so it's kind of just wait and see what happens after it happens. And I will look at the spring roster and I'll figure it out from there. Is Nolan told Miss official? Do what? Like has, has Nolan actually, uh, you mentioned Nolan. Has he signed with Ole Miss or is he still no, floating around? No, that's a projection. Okay. Got it, got it. So, got he, it. so he, went to, he visited Ole Miss this weekend on their big weekend where they landed like a shit ton of transfers. Like a, a ton. Like Lane's killing it right now. Lane's of cooking. what's going on there. No, but, but like it, it makes sense. Like they, they, the way that they allocate their NIL is they go more, they're, they're heavy on the portal. And right now, like Lane's got a hell of a product to sell. They're number 11 in the country. You know, everybody's basically coming back next year. They are a playoff team next year with an outside shot at a title next year. You know, like you know, who's not coming back next what? year? Spencer Sanders. He's not coming back next year. Spencer Man, Sanders not is not coming school. back. 
<laughs> I'm glad you had the right approach to all this. But yeah. thing. I still get like, again, all of us troll so much. So it's hard to know like when people are serious. But man, I hate when people are like, oh, this is ruining the game. Like, why are we still having this take? Like, people have always got played. It. Like, somebody literally had a Trans Am in like the 70s, bro. With inflation, that's like a yeah, $3 million. Like, again, like, We've been talking about ruin. Everything's been ruining the damn game for years, man. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's just it's not gonna get ruined if you don't like it. Like, here's the thing: everybody bitching about the way that it used to be. It ain't that way. So you either get on board or you stop following it altogether. Like, you cannot. Like, I'm in another group chat. And I made this like Simpsons meme of tapping the sign. You cannot be negative unless you're 100 informed. You're either in or you're out, man. Like, either follow this shit and be in with it, but don't just follow it and bitch about it constantly. But the reality, you is- know, just. It's only the right people the way, that are losing. Man. If I was losing right now, I would tell you. For sure. I'd be on Twitter and be like, fuck all 100%. this portal stuff. This is wrong. It's ruined yeah. in the game, but we're winning. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I do what have one complaint. Thing? I do have one complaint. Yeah. But you I think are the logical. last person I expect to have a complaint with this. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning I think forward. You, you agree with me. I, I'm all for the transfer portal. I love college football free agency. Turn this shit up. This is an environment where Texas is going to thrive. So I'm fine with it. And this is also an environment, by the way, where Texas A&M is going to thrive, even if not this sure. year, because they have the money. But my yeah. issue is, is the actual window of when it takes place. So Malik, Malik is in the portal. Obviously, we knew Malik was going to portal. That's perfectly fine. That kid should go get what he's got to get. This is nothing against Malik. He won us two ball games in a very important season. I got nothing against that kid at all. So this is not about Malik at all. However... Malik is literally the second string quarterback right now for a playoff team. And because of the way that the window is set up, that kid has to get to the portal to get his next. But job. the thing is, you Wait. can't change it because of school. Like they have to sign up for classes right. and stuff. So if you're transferring, there's no right. time frame for but, you. Like they're li- I'll let you move just, the national championship way up. A playoff team, hopefully not Texas, but, but it's, there's going to be some team that has a bad injury. And that second string guy who would have got those reps, and who would have potentially helped that team win the game is going to be in the portal somewhere. But that's just so weird to me. But there's literally no fit. Geez, that's exactly what Bla, that was. That's exactly what Bla is talking about. If that was a second street quarterback for AM, you'd be like, ah, fuck those guys. They're down to their third street walk on. Like all of this Cruton. stuff. It's like Cruton. It's, it's not to you. You know, it's like, <laughs> but like that's the thing. Like with, 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 with Elijah Robinson recruiting and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, he's an elite fucking recruiter. He did that to other teams for years. He had other teams in hell for years. Recruiting sucks when it happens to you, but it's great when it happens for you. It's the same shit with the portal. Like it's, it's the exact same thing. Like I, I hear you what you're saying about Malik, and it's a, I mean, he did. Like that dude deserves to go, you know, be there as the backup quarterback, but the game is the game, man. Like, and, Bitch about the sucks. game, either get on board with it or just quit it. You know, please, quit it. the way that he, please, brother, not, like, please. But I when he quit, quit, please teach me how to quit. I want to quit, and the older <laughs> I get, I get more into it. Teach me how to quit. But if he waits, he gets a shitty job or shitty offers. Like right now, I'm kind of surprised. I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised that some of the colleges that are looking at him because I thought he would have garnered a little bit more attention. And maybe that's. We, I mean, we somewhat. knew Georgia was fake. Because we knew Georgia was a Beck contingency plan. Beck's back at, at Georgia. He's not declaring for the draft. So we knew that one was fake. South Carolina's probably the biggest school that's offering them. But I, but I, I wasn't that surprised by I the I think list. he wants to stay near saw, the West Coast. I, I just don't see that being a fit either. I saw a projection to Duke earlier today. And that doesn't make sense. I, I know Manny. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is going to be under under Diaz, but I know they lost Riley Leonard over to Notre Dame. 
but I think that that's 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 like the thing with especially with like like Georgia. Let's say like it would have been open for Georgia to go there. But if 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 Carson Beck were to have gone, Georgia would tamper the shit out of the portal and they'd go buy somebody. They are going to go pick they want their quarterback to be. A guy like Malik is going into the portal saying, Who want me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like I don't know that it's kind of I don't know that it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I just kind of like it's I the same. His family Riley probably, Leonard went in with a no contact tag. Nobody could get in contact with him but Notre Dame. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why did you hire Manny Diaz? Like, I feel like if Duke, Malik never plays and all we have is his spring highlights, he garners more attention sure. than what we have totally when he played. I totally agree with that. For sure. I totally agree with I that. I can see that. It, it looked bad at moments during the games that we obviously won. But pretty fucked I think, up. I, I think some of that game film definitely, definitely changed the level of school that's going to be on his list to where you're looking at the Baylors and the Dukes of the world as opposed to the South Carolinas or maybe even other SEC. Brother, the South Carolinas of the world are the Baylors and Dukes of the world. Well, sadly. that's a good point. Damn, that's a good point. I like being recruited. That hurts me. I'm up. Damn. I'm a little surprised that like a place like Arkansas wouldn't give him a hard look because I know that you know I think he could do pretty well in a Bobby Petrino offense, bless his heart. But I know they picked up the quarterback from Boise State, but uh, I was kind of surprised that he didn't get a didn't didn't look that way. I feel like schools don't go portal. I feel like schools also don't like to get the same race quarterback multiple times. Like I feel like they won't go black to black, white to white, south. Like, look how Ohio State did. The one time they tried to, well, no, they deviated, but now they're like, all right, we got to go back. So now they're heavy. In they the want to go black, black guy. Yeah. Can can we talk about McCord speaking of Ohio State? Because I'm a little confused by this one. McCord so is It looks like McCord was going to Nebraska, but then they also got Rayola, who also commi- he committed to Nebraska this week. So they got him for sure. The day after Rayola basically committed, we find out that McCord's not going to Nebraska anymore, but he's actually going to Oregon. That like he's going to end up at Oregon, which is weird to me because Oregon obviously has Dylan Gabriel. Sorry, that's not, he's no, not going to Oregon. That's he's the, going that's to Syracuse. Going to Oregon. McCord's going to Syracuse. He's going to Syracuse, which yes. is hilarious to me because that that there are two sides of the transfer portal. There are some kids who step out because they think they're going to get more money and or more playing time elsewhere. And then there's a kid like Kyle McCord that somebody obviously went to Kyle McCord and tapped him on the shoulder. Because it's not like Kyle McCord was the starting quarterback for Ohio State and won 12 games and said, what I really want to do is go be the quarterback at Syracuse. Obviously, that's not what he wanted for his career, but he's got to go do it and prove something at Syracuse because people don't trust him because of the game film at Ohio State. Whereas that UCLA kid, that Moore kid, that freshman, was at UCLA. He hits the portal. He's going to Oregon. Is it? I understand you want to go to Oregon. Of course, playing for landing sounds great. And he just had a guy that was a Heisman candidate literally playing in his offense. So I understand why you might want to play for landing. But why do you go sit behind Dylan Gabriel for a year as opposed to playing for another year and then going to Oregon the year after that? That, that to me, seems like a weird decision. Or he's are, are, you what, better, are you getting better by sitting behind Dylan Gabriel as opposed to but going to play why do you think with he Chip sits, Kelly? Though? Because he's not going to beat out Dylan Gabriel. You think? Lanning wants an old, old guy who's going to run the offense just like, just like Bo Nix did. Dylan Gabriel, he can't throw the ball for shit, but he can damn sure game manage, which is what Lanning really wants. I don't know. I think that's interesting too. Like, you, you think he can? You think he can beat out Dylan Gabriel? I don't think that's going to happen. Dylan Gabriel is well, not how many, old. He, we Dylan, Dylan Gabriel missed a, missed a he missed a couple games this year, didn't he? No, he didn't not play the year. entire season. He did missed he? like a half did of he? a game. He, or yeah, he he didn't miss a whole half. game. 
Okay. But he was so unimpressive that you may have thought he wasn't. After the Texas game, he literally fell off. Like that hey, was his claim to fame. I don't I know one game where he wasn't. I know. Don't do I know one game where he wasn't unimpressive. Hey, we're not just, hey, we're just talking ball right now. Even during that game, he absolutely was ass for like every part no. of the second half until the last drive, and he became Superman. Oh, yeah. Now, what I also find interesting is like all these names are really familiar to AM fans because Jimbo was in on all these top quarterbacks in the 2023 class, but Dante Moore and Malachi Nelson. Malachi Nelson now in the portal too. And if you also look at the, the same portal. thing about the Yeah, you look at the, the schools that he's looking at, like he's not really looking at any top tier schools. He's got like, you know, he might end up there, but right now the 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 early list of names is places like University of Houston, Tulane, things like but that. Like also, it's really it's it's did he it's interesting. No, got Will Will Howard. Will Howard put that kid in the portal? Is that really what happened? I mean, I don't know, but I hey, feel like Will Howard looked. Will, Will Howard looked what? good at. Hey, he looked good at Kansas. He is. He is. He is limited. To, he is talent. He is limited in his talent, but he looked really good at Kansas State. Whoever the offensive coordinator was at Kansas State made him look really, really good, and is probably this a so really dense, elite. But I think oh, this is also so got dense. to about. Like again, they went to he went from Kansas State to USC. That's oh, that is really nice. quality coach to spin right this because of this OC. Yeah, this is of so disgusting. His offensive coordinator, Look, can I think? I think is a lot Will of this goes to the environment, though. Times a game, but think about the environment of all right. What position is the easiest position to succeed at, no matter where you are? Quarterback, probably right. Like you could think of all the big time quarterbacks in the NFL that have went to smaller schools. You know, it's not a big deal. Okay. Then think about the NIL environment. Who's getting paid the most on your team? It's definitely going to be the quarterback unless you were recruiting Walter Nolan. So, like, I feel like it's just changed the mindset of kids. Like, they don't need to go to the big school if they can just go somewhere, start, play, do what they want to, and get paid. Well, and I kind of feel like that's what it's turning into right now with a lot of these group of five teams is that, you know, these players, like, I put in three good years, and if I'm all-conference after my junior year, if I'm first-team all-conference after my junior year, somebody like Florida, somebody like Texas A&M, somebody like LSU is going to give me a look because they're going to want a guy who, a one-year rental, instead of having to go after a freshman and develop them. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Just a different era right now. Speaking of that, I don't know if this is a transition, but can we say that we may have killed off Dion a little bit too early? Yeah, we can. I think we need to give him. I love the work that he's done. I him still and have Lane, concerns. To me, I'll are the two that. champs of the portal. Well, they haven't had a D lineman at all, so I have some concerns. They did. They got but, some D I mean, linemen here recently. They got like two of them. Pretty. I high like what they're doing in the portal, brother. I, they got. A, they got a couple of receivers out the portal. They got a whole new offensive line out the portal, and yeah, they're going true. to a weaker conference, which I think we have to consider the fact is that it? we don't know what the state of play is in the Big Twelve. I mean, the Pac twelve was the best conference in the nation this year. I think the thing it's definitely is, not going to and we've talked about this a few times. The portal can be a great supplement and get you to a sure. certain standard. Like it gets you competitive right. in the Big 12, et cetera. But you cannot be an elite team without supplementing it with good recruits, guys that's been in the system. And I think that's where you see kind of even here in the playoffs with Texas and Alabama. Like we've recruited well. Both teams are recruited well and they've supplemented areas of needs with, like, with great recruits. Yeah. Well, you, so I think, and you're going to... You're gonna miss out on evaluation sometimes, and so you go out and get the person who you needed that you would. You maybe you missed on somebody in the class of 2022. That's fine. You can go find yourself a junior who's playing at someplace else. You know, makes perfect sense. Yeah. 
Can I read a message board genius's post that's about the portal before we move forward? Uh, Is it about Texas A&M because the answer is no? No, it's not about Texas A&M. Thank God. Okay, cool. It's This is a post from a Georgia uh, site from our friends at Message Board Geniuses. Uh, they posted one from Dogs247 that says, maybe Rayola is leaving for another reason. I've been to Nebraska. People are very nice there. It's cold and not much to do outside of college sports and farming. The women are also large. Maybe Riola likes big girls. Not fat, but farm-fed, strong women like Brian of Tarth. There's a reason Nebraska had great offensive linemen in the 80s and 90s. Athens can't provide him that. Outside of maybe Wisconsin, no other school can. I've been to Athens. There's some big girthy girls down there too now, brother. I don't know. <laughs> My man got to lead the message board, but let's just, they got some big ones down there too. So uh, I don't know. If just, uh, I wouldn't isolate that to Nebraska, but he is right. Everybody loves a big girthy kind of muscle up girl. Everybody want to be picked up, you know, pause. I don't want to take this down the Reddit wormhole, but yeah. Girls who live. Did y'all hear? Yes, sir. <laughs> we don't need to know your subreddit. Our, our girls no, you who probably live. got one bookmark right I want the title of this episode to be Biggins. Could you just use that? B-I-G-U-N-S. That's incredible. That's incredible work. No, I have heard that before, but it's a great, it's a great word. It, it's incredible. Did y'all hear the Jerry Kill thing this week? So we might have talked about so the, the precursor of it on the pod before. So basically, Jerry Kill coached at New Mexico State. And when they played New Mexico this year, New Mexico State's quarterback in the practice facility when they were practicing for the game peed on New Mexico's practice facility. They peed on the logo of the thing and recorded it. It got on social media, right? So obviously the people at New Mexico were very upset about that. And I think New Mexico State he ended up winning the game. recorded himself whatever. peeing on social media? He didn't record himself, but he had someone record him. It was recorded. There's a video Why? of him peeing on the logo because that was the whole point of it. He wanted to piss people off. No pun intended, right? That was, so, his, that was like his rival, court. right? He pissed on his, his rivals, yeah, the, like... New Mexico was the rival like New Mexico State. So he peed, he peed on the rival's logo at their practice facility, right? So it just so has it that New Mexico State plays in the New Mexico Bowl, which is pay, played at New Mexico's campus. So now New Mexico State is going back to New Mexico for this bowl. So the AD for New Mexico did not allow New Mexico State to, to practice in the indoor facility because of what the quarterback did. So Jerry Kill was very upset about this. And at the end of the press conference, at the end of this bowl, he had something to say about it. I'm going to play this audio right now. Blah, make sure, tell me, make sure you hear this. Hold on. Taking care of 100%. And, you know. Can you hear that? Aaron, no. T, just Oh my god. I don't know how to convert a, a tweet to MP3. I don't even know that tweets could be MP3. I don't think you should convert the tweet, but definitely the video, brother, with the audio. I'm just gonna like take a lock score and like plug it into a 
thought it was going to work perfectly. It did, brother, at all. <laughs> damn, damn. All right. Anyway, look up the Jared Kill clip because that shit is a Definitely don't. Yeah, he popped off. Hey, Jared Kill can coach, man. Even though he was wrong as hell, by the way. If you pee in my house, I'm not inviting you back I'm to my house. Charges, I just brother. Common sense. Calm the police. Yeah. But, but his, his, point was, his point was okay in the fact that you peed on the logo. We disciplined the kid. You're not going to let us practice. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I mean, I kind of get his point a little bit, you know? Take like, your ass They disciplined the, the player. Take your ass down the street with bro. that shit. You pee on my field once. I'm not giving you another opportunity. That just makes me a dummy. We just got to start pissing on each other, bro. This is going to be like the Trump tapes in this motherfucker. We going to go to shower everybody. I can, just hang on I can tell you, like this. New Mexico, New Mexico State <laughs> next year is going to get pretty interesting if people start <laughs> urinating on each other on the field. It's going to be like a nasty video, bro. What are they doing out there? It's Pete Nasty video. I got a couple other ones. Oregon State and Oregon have uh, contractually, we said before that they were trying to make sure that rivalry kept going. They've already agreed to that. So. They will be continuing that game. Washington's also continuing the game with Washington State. So at least they're good that the the Pac-2 still has their rivalry games on the schedule going forward. Did y'all hear that Chip Kelly rant? Another audio that I can't play. Did y'all hear that Chip Kelly basically <laughs> came up with a system for how to change the NCAA? Like how to how to do a with system? With a commissioner? Yeah. Uh, with, with a commissioner? Yeah, and then you... It kind of makes sense. It, it made like, a lot of sense to me. It made a lot of sense to until me. Until we all hate the commissioner. Well, well, yeah, but that's what. But then you t- then it turns into the NBA or the NFL where everybody yeah. shits on the commissioner, and then you get a new. Co- I mean, at least then you have one person to like, because right now you got all these people in the room trying to make a decision, and this is not going to work. And you're trying to make rules based on different things and all this other stuff. Like it makes it kind of makes sense. Yeah, basically his system was basically, if I understand it correctly, you basically have like sixty to sixty four teams that are basically you know, like ruling their own. And these are the people that are ruled by the commissioner and those games and those teams play each other. Those teams schedule games against each other. And then there's basically a subdivision of the teams that are not a part of that, who are still basically a part of the NCAA. And basically we're scheduling with the other big dogs. Basically, he's basically saying, get rid of, you would basically get rid of conferences or you would have conferences, but only in name only really, you'd just be playing other teams from the big football subdivision, and then there'd be teams from the smaller football subdivision. He's basically bringing it. I mean, and that's where we're, and that's that's where we're, we're heading towards right anyway. Yeah, yeah, we're headed. You know, like, that's where we're, we're at right now that. anyway. Like, yeah. Florida State's going to bounce from the ACC soon enough, and that's going to create, like, this complete hell storm of realignment, and then we're basically going to come down to the AFC and NFC and when the Big Ten and the SEC. And it's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. What else I got for us? Uh, you, so there's a chance that Colorado is going to have an all-black offensive line. They're also have an all-black offensive line coach. And I just want y'all to put a pit in that for if that becomes a news story because anything that happens that could be a news story. And obviously, don't forget that they, he literally, they coach in Boulder, Colorado, which is an extremely white place. So, well, And you saw the thing too, like um, Dion said something about how, or maybe he didn't say it, or maybe it came out how much money they generated just this year off publicity and people coming to visit the yep. campus and stuff like that. I mean, they're like Boulder, Colorado's making some fucking money off Dion already, it's even after like just a poor area, though, right? Like, I mean, no, it's incredibly no. wealthy area. It's a beautiful, it's a gorgeous campus too. Like, it's it's a beautiful place, but it's not. I mean, like, just wonder how much they they're, can they're really, making some money off Dion. How much they can really utilize and get their NIL set up, like some of the you know bigger Southern schools. They need to get it popping, well, and would they have a good year in the Big Twelve? That'll really help 
and they don't even have to be go gangbusters, but if they're eight and four, and, and the amount of publicity they're going to get for going eight and four is going to be massive. You know, and, and who we, we, Dion, have, I mean, we have no idea bet. what the new Big 12 looks like. I mean, yeah, I think one good Dion year, yeah, yeah, he's I, gone. I think he's going to leave. Well, the, and the other thing too is that like, uh, we've talked about this before, he, yeah, eight and four, then yeah, absolutely. He's off to the races. That's a natural trajectory. He's in Florida. I mean, let's talk about Five and six at the end of the year, needing that last win to get to a bowl, like it's gonna get dicey, mm-hmm. you know. Like it, it's especially it's with gonna him get going it, you know, full portal again. But he did get the five star tackled as a freshman, so he's trying. Yeah, yeah. no, but I saw something the other day. I saw something today he's on Twitter that, that tackled the he did all his Colorado shit off of his off of yeah. his Instagram or something. There's always and gonna be the kids that use it. For, this is insane. But this kids gonna use it for clout and followers too. Like I mean, you. You commit to Dion, you're immediately going to get followers. And like, if you're on Twitter, you, that generates revenue. Like, it, Listen, it's just about five or six years ago when a recruit would tweet, hey, Texas fans, follow me. I was doing my part, brother. So I know I, mean, I don't do that anymore, but <laughs> no, I don't do that. I, well, I did. Yeah, I, yeah make, follow it. Make sure he feels the love. The, cl- the class with like Dayla Mack and Malik Jefferson and oh, all yeah, them fuckers. Pretty boy, they had me a hell, bro. I was oh, following the everybody. Fuckers. That was the worst class ever. I, I really hate those kids. Yes. <laughs> at some point, we need to do like an old interview about that class because y'all, and like I was just talking about this on the AM sites too, we're talking about the portal shit. Maybe even all those folks are like, yeah, man, that 2015 class with Dalen and Kyler and all those other guys, like, everybody still talking. Yeah. Man, well, Kyler Bro. tweeted that Texas. Jersey. Yeah, that man. Yeah, Kyler tweeting a Texas jersey in the one, and I almost like broke my finger trying to retweet it, bro. I hate that class. Oh my gosh. And none of them panned out really. Like they have like a twenty percent success rate. Kyler did. Kyler did. Yeah, well, Malik didn't. Yeah, Christian Kirk did. Christian Kirk just kept it simple. All he did was just show up, play ball, and then he went to went to the NFL, and that was it. But you know, thinking about recruits. He also didn't do all the talking. Like I've always said, vocal yeah, recruits no, are a warning sign, brother. If I see you acting up too much, you ain't going to pan out. Yeah, Christian Kirk just committed and kept the movement. Yep, he didn't do any of that other prima donna nope. shit. Did y'all see that Saban hired an ex-Michigan linebacker coach? And it's nasty because Michigan fans I'll- were like, oh, you threatened, you're cheating, yeah. you're dirty. I'm like, what? How dare you give you of all people? You know we can see you right now. Like, what is this? Oh God! I, like, and part of me is just like, like I, I saw that he did that, and part of me immediately was like, well, yeah, that fucking makes sense. He wants to win a game. Of course, he's gonna hire that. Make that makes perfect sense. And the fact that like they're outraged about that, I feel like it's a shift in mentality between like maybe Southern football and Northern football. Like, I'm like, yeah, that, if you got the opportunity, why the hell wouldn't you do that shit? You got one game to win, you know. And I think it's part of head games, though. I, th- I trust Saban to be like this Jedi of like, okay, now you're worried about if I got your plays, now you're going to try to twitch something up. So I think it's yep. chess. Yep. That's chess. That's chess. We also, I should point out that the AP Sports Story of the Year for 2023 was conference realignment. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. Yeah. Also, great choice. Some FSU fans or some FSU, I don't even actually know who's behind it, but there's some kind of FSU lawsuit against the uh, playoff committee because they didn't get in, which of is all the we problems. In, I'm going to need them to direct some lawsuit somewhere <laughs> else, brother. We see what those school systems are doing down there. 
Let's focus on something. I wouldn't else. be surprised if DeSantis is behind this. I would not be surprised at all. What are we DeSantis, doing, you like, fucking loser. DeSantis doesn't watch football nothing, at all, brother. Ain't nothing going to happen either. Like, they're just doing this nothing. to get votes, and anybody who's actually watching that shit already knows what they're voting for anyway. It doesn't Fact. matter. The SEC schedule got released since last time we potted. The full SEC schedule. I'll just note that Auburn plays no home games in October, which is insane. And Texas has no true SEC road games until November, really, because obviously o- Oklahoma is 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 a neutral site game. So we don't have a true road game until we play. I think we play Tennessee in November as our first true road game. Not Tennessee, we don't play Tennessee. Oh, not play Tennessee. Man. Sorry. Well, I don't count that. We we let me bring. Vandy's gonna be a real true road game, brother. No, no, it's not. That's not. This not count as a true. They have all time head the head against us. Don't we play Arkansas? You have head to head against them. We do play Arkansas, but I don't think we play them on the road. I don't think we play them for our first true road game. I'm bringing it up. What's the schedule like? I don't even think. Andy doesn't count. I mean, I have both up right now. You have first game of the year. Notre Dame. Now we ain't got Alabama. We got Florida. We got. Arkansas, like normal, Mizzou, Mississippi State, LSU. I ain't am scheduled next year is pretty managed. That Mizzou schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm worried yeah, about Mizzou. <laughs> Mizzou's going to be tough. Mizzou's, they picked up that Caden Green kid from OU. They're going to be tough. And they're supposed to be flipping that's David a, Stone, allegedly. And that's and that's a, that's also a sneaky team to watch out for. If, mm-hmm. if Evan Stewart follows through with transfer stuff, that's a, that's a team to watch out for him to team up with Luther Burden right now because they got something cooking in that's that NIL stuff right now. Ooh, that's hey, they got something parent. cooking. But like, yeah, they, and you put you put those two. In, but this is the thing. Like, this is the thing. How quick nil stuff can flip. Like, what's his name? I can't remember that nerdy ass coach they got up there. But he was dead in the water like a year ago. He wins ten games now. Everybody like Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz. It's like he was dead in the water about a year ago. But now everybody's donating. They got plenty of cash. Yep. Right now, dude, you have to have your fan base. Like, you know, Matt Brown used to say, "Keep the BBs in the box" or whatever that dumb shit. But like yep. right now, is that more than ever? Like you have to have your fan base and everybody locked in. I was looking at, again, this was super late tonight, but I was looking at how much of the fan driven NILs and like how good they're doing. And this insane, like how much just average fans are like donating 20 and 30 bucks here. And that's going a long way. Like there's a Texas yeah. message board. Saying, I got fi- I got a 50 ball for you, brother. Please keep recruiting, brother. Please. I got a 50 ball for you, bro. The Surly yeah. Horns. A message board is having a party at the Sugar Bowl, and I'm thinking about going. But like for 200 bucks, you get all you can eat, drink, food, and all this, and then they're like 50 dollars goes to NIL, and like they've sold out of tickets like three times in a row, and they've had to update it again. Y'all can get my 50 ball, brothers. I need that. And again, like it's the opportunity for your everyday fan. Like we don't have to put the put everything on the millionaires to do stuff. It's the opportunity for your everyday fan to contribute, but to be bagman. I can be a tiny bagman right and now. That's great. And I've I always think, wanted to be that man. And that's the psychology behind it all. Like you actually feel like, okay, now I'm I'm a donor. I'm contributing to the success of that. And like think about how much people. Again, this sounds. I don't hope this doesn't sound like snooty or anything. But like, think of how much like. People spend random money on stupid shit. Like nobody's gonna get the buck like something detrimental to them. So it's like, hey, I spend that at Chipotle. I can get a little recruit here and there. This is the same shit that teachers talk about, though. Like, 
Yeah, it's it's great if it's great if you're winning. If you're losing, they're like, "What the fuck am I spending money for?" Like that's where A and M fans are right now. Is that like we spent they all that money that went towards the 2022 class, and you're seeing the hell that it's causing us right now. And so A and M, like right now, is the point that we need to be leaning into this shit and donating to this stuff. But you do have some folks like, "Why am I donating to this? All it does is give me 12 and 12 or less." Well, it's like, no, well, that was the old us, you know, like. You still got to do you still got to support the damn program. And that's you know? like why I said what I said. I don't believe in tweeting recruits. But as soon as some motherfuckers time to start getting NIL deals, brother, it's fair game. I won't have to add you. Yep. If you fuck up out here. Sorry. You paid now. I fuck the have to add you. Sorry, brother. That's my buddy. He's growing. Yeah, that's my $50. Old man business. A, you take a Chipotle out my business now. You got me fucked up. Can I just get in the 99? I'm like, I'm going to add you. <laughs> Can I just say about the Caden Gary thing? Because obviously Caden Gary was at uh, Oklahoma. He hit the portal. A lot of the fans thought it was a conspiracy theory because he was going to visit Oregon. So they thought Dylan Gabriel was taking him with him to Oregon. Then he ends up not going to Oregon. He ends up going to Missouri. Oklahoma fans, why don't y'all just take like seven steps back, brothers, and just breathe and just chill. What is going on with y'all program? Every time somebody leaves y'all program, you turn them into some fucking pariah. Why, why did Why did y'all have to... Be sending all those fucking tweets about but this they, kid and, and about D- Dylan Dylan Gabriel. This is ridiculous, bros. What are y'all like, doing over there? Even people I actually like as Oklahoma fans, I felt like they were kind of overreacting. Like, yes, I would be mad if any Texas kid leaves, but it's not serious. And like at the end of the day, who cares? Like, you don't, you do not get chances to make millions. And somebody was like, oh, he's turning down this instead of a chance to be developed in the NFL. Your one injury, one bullshit thing from never having that again. Like. Take it while you can. If any of us was offered a million dollars right now, we are fucking gone. Like, so why would you? And, and yeah. I know what 18 year old me would have done. Probably some bought some. I ain't going to net. Let's just I, I would did some shit. We leave it at that. You try to say that. <laughs> yeah, you just buy you from this podcast and have you leave this podcast and join another podcast I'll leave for some podcast, money. Is that what you're saying? I, I'll leave it for two thousand dollars right now, brother. <laughs> you can be ten dollars. I'll be able to go to bed right now. I'll leave it. I'll love leave right this damn minute right now. Put a crystal ball in. No, like people just take this. Like I mean, you, y'all, we all take this shit way too seriously. Like we're all like we're grown ass men podcasting on a Tuesday goddamn night. Like we're all taking this shit seriously. I got. I got two A. It's an off season, barely. You know, like we bowls aren't even coming. We don't. None of us play. One of us have played football in two weeks. We don't play football for another like week or so, right? I'm like, I got two A and M tattoos, and I I take this shit seriously. But like, yeah, these people get a little crazy about this stuff, and like that. It, it's a. And you're you're absolutely right. Go get that money if you can. Like again, like it, it is it is the game is the. I guess like I've never been an NFL fan. Do NFL fans get? This like heated over free agency and stuff like that. Yeah, like, do they get this up that whatever? It's like, different though. It's different. Like, it's different because it's like it, it, it's there's so many things different, but it's like you don't normally. So much of college is so underground, and we don't get to know what's going on behind the scenes. Whereas the reporters yeah. that cover the NFL, they're literally sniffing out stuff and reporting it. They have no qualms about putting everything in the news, so everything comes out. Versus we, a lot of times, in, as a college football fan. We learn shit as it's happening. A kid hits the portal. We're like, wait, why is he in the portal? We expected him to stay. We have no idea why he's in the portal. You don't know. But yet. you know the yeah. financial well, details of it too and the incentives and all. Right. And you get us like lying. Like you remember somebody, somebody in the message board is like, Walter Nolan's getting two million. And now we're like, what? And we don't even know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> What's the reality of that? Yeah. 
Well, and I guess I'm just kind of at the point now where I'm like, you know, it's cool if you, if you are done with college football because this is what the portal is. And that's, I respect it. I 100%. But like, it feels like what we got right now is so many people being, I'm done with college football. And then like some random third stringer will hop in the portal and be like, oh my God, I can't believe, no, you're even done with college football <laughs> or you're not done with college football. You either give a shit and you're all in or you don't give a shit. Take one of the two, but this half-ass bullshit about saying how you're going to quit every single time. It's like, what are we doing right now, man? But like, nobody's going to quit college out. football. This is the one thing that everybody truly loves. Like, think about it. At one point, when racial tensions were absolutely worse at, at, in this country, people were like, okay, well, we got these black kids out here. Let's go ahead and let them play because they're playing for my <laughs> team and we're winning. So, like, <laughs> at that point, when they look past that, trust me, there's nothing that's going to make I mean, it. It's a, Brief correction, I don't think that there were any black kids on those Texas teams, just as a heads up. I hey, but when they did <laughs> come, <laughs> I got the Texas and Texas A&M schedules pulled up. So I, our first true road game is November 16th against Arkansas. Before that, we play at Vandy, and then we play Oklahoma, who's a neutral side game, of course. Our, you know, we have our slate, SEC slate is, we open with Mississippi State at home, then we got Oklahoma. Then Georgia at home. So we do have Oklahoma and Georgia in back-to-back weeks, which is not going to be fun, but that's the way that it is. Then we got at Vandy, Florida at home, at Arky, Kentucky at home, and then, of course, we in the field at Kyle Field or in the year at Kyle Field uh, to play A&M. A&M plays. I, can't, I keep forgetting that A&M opens with Notre Dame. They don't even have a warm-up game like we do. We play Colorado State first. They played Notre Dame week one. I Good think that's God! Easy win. Be careful about that string. If you do win, I'm, I don't want you to get too hyper. Thank you, Tyler. Back as somebody that's been there. Go hey, it, it, string. Do not. There's some. Yeah, we we are gonna. I mean, I'm telling you, we're gonna see Connor Wegman like stretching the ball over the over the goal line right there, and immediately we're gonna see the the A and M is back tweets right there. No, it'll be it's some interesting <laughs> dynamics there because like you know Riley Leonard is at Notre Dame and he was the Duke quarterback, and so Elko knows him, and so it's a it's some interesting dynamics there. Very interesting. A&M plays at Florida in week three. They play neutral site Arkansas week five. At Mizzou at home in week six, at least that's a home game, but Mizzou, I, Mizzou could be that's really good. Game. Mississippi State, which is a road game, then a home game for LSU, then a road game for South Carolina. At New Mexico, oh, sorry, New, uh, New Mexico State at home, another game that could get tricky, depending on how good New Mexico State is next year, speaking of Jerry Kill. At Jordan Hare, and then uh, Texas is at, at Kyle Field, like I said. So those are the schedules for those two. Quick games. question before we get ready to wrap up here. If I had to ask you how much you thought tickets were for Texas versus Texas A&M, how much would you say right now? Because I, I really do want to go because I've never been there. Yes. The average ticket? So that first game back? Right now, average ticket is probably $970. What did you say, String? Yeah, I... I'd say around like a thousand to fifteen hundred, something like that. Upper deck is anywhere from eight forty four to a thousand right now. Jeez, yeah, lower deck is right. three thousand, yeah. and some have been sold. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make no. That sounds game. about right. No, that yeah, my brother's an Aggie. Yeah, no, brother. <laughs> my brother's an Aggie. He need to come through. He need to work every connection. I need to be in the. I need to be in the building for that brother. I can't miss. I that. will be on. I will be on my treadmill and I will be following the game tracker because that's the only healthy way for me to watch this goddamn stop sport. This damn game tracker. I don't know how you do that. that I'm sorry, man. No, you really watch the game through the I game tracker. I'm sorry. He's not kidding. He's dead right at you. I thought you were lying. I'm about dead this. serious. Then I was. 
no, I'm dead serious. And then I will go back. I'll have my YouTube TV pulled up if I want to go back and see a play or something like that. And then I'll go back this and look at that. Because insane. no, I'm not watching this shit in real time. What no, you tweet there's the only game. one game. Yeah, well, you the score tracker. The game tracker. Because then I'll go back and rewatch the play. There's only one the game. There's only... You just see somebody rushing. I don't give yours. a shit. I don't. <laughs> this is this is the this is the problem. I like watching how the it's made. I just. I want to know the outcome. Like I want to know how. I want to know how it ends. I don't care about. I don't want to see Connor Wigman like running around like his life depended on it because that shit gives me hives. They have that. destroyed you. I did I not want, know you were watching a game like Tecmo Bowl for real. This is insane. I watched. They have destroyed I watched you. One, <laughs> I watched one game from start to finish where I actually sat down and watched it. It was a Mississippi State game because I'm like, I don't give a shit. Jimbo's ass is fired anyway. We're playing with our third scene quarterback. This is just vibes. Whatever happened, that's the game that we won, like fifty-one to thirteen or something like that. But you should have missed seeing the. Yeah. Did you see that and say I miss watching the real game, not the score tracker? No, I didn't miss any of that because I just didn't give a shit. No, I couldn't. I can't do that. No, I'm not doing that anymore, man. No, I, I can't. This is self care. This is self love. It is not self love to watch football in real time. This well, year, I, can't, I can't disagree with that. I, this I is the most successful it, he's right. year we've had in a while, and is by far the most stressed I, I've been. Like, I, am, yeah, like, I am panicking from this game in two weeks. And, bro, like, it's like I said earlier, there is no such thing as joy in college football. There is either relief or disappointment. You know, it is relief that you accomplished, you, you did what you were supposed to do. Maybe at the point that y'all are at right now, there'll be some joy if y'all win this week or whatever. But no, there is no joy. There's just relief or disappointment. Can I tell you real quick, because I got to get ready to go myself, but you, TJ already kind of knows, but of course we're all going to the game and we happen to have Evan's brother who got, well, he basically offered to me and teach, but we get to hook up to go down on the field and get to help That's with awesome. stuff and you get to stay on the sidelines. And But at the end of the game, you help do the confetti. And I told Tej, and me and Tej talked about this. My worst nightmare is Washington winning and me having to help confetti on their players. <laughs> I sincerely that's hope insane. with all of my heart that that happens. I really hope that, that. That's just disgusting. Oh my gosh, that's disgusting. I don't have much yeah. more. I know we got to get out of here. There were a couple bowl games that we've already had happen. I'll give some props to FAMU winning the Celebration Bowl. They're only the second SWAC team to win it. That's basically the uh, HBCU National Championship because you have the SWAC champion and the MEAC champion. So that game happened. West, Western Kentucky was down 28-0 and came back and won the, the Toastery Bowl in overtime. None of these other bowls I care much about, but there are a couple bowls that are, will happen this week. I'll just preview them real quick and then we'll get out of here. Let's see what has it UTSA's happened. playing right now, right? Or just UTSA plays. Uh, they just oh, kicked off. Right quarterback. But, but uh, what's his place didn't play? Yeah. And well, also, they never won a bowl game job. before. They've never won win. a bowl game before. So this Isn't is he like 32, for them. 33? He, he, he's like old. That. He's got to be up there. I don't think he's 33, but he's old. Like, got authorized yeah, young. Okay, go out there today. <laughs> Let's see. We got uh, Friday, the 22nd. We have Georgia Tech and UCF. You know, Saturday, we have that. a whole bunch of bowls. Saturday, the 23rd, we have a whole bunch of bowls. All of them pretty much ass. This is a nasty, nasty slate. You have I'll to be sick to watch bowl games this early in the year on the street. Eleven and two plays seven and five Duke. That's probably the best game of the day. That's disgusting. This um, is like degenerate gambler hours. Like the day after Christmas. None of these bowls are good. Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday we got some. We heating up on Wednesday the twenty seventh. We got North Carolina and West Virginia. That's a pretty good game. 
We also got Louisville and USC on that same day. I'm not watching Louisville again after what I saw against Florida State Brothers. They are banned from my peripheral vision. And we got Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, and Texas A&M is favored, although Oklahoma State is ranked. What day is this? Texas A&M is not. This is on the 27th, Wednesday. 27th. Is it like during the day? Yeah, I don't know if you want to force it during the day games. No, it's at night. It's it's, it's a night game. It's 9 p.m. your time. That's the most, that, that, like, that bowl is just going to be, I have no idea what to expect because I have no idea who the fuck's going to be playing in that Are bowl. Are you going to watch it? See what happens. Well, I mean, it's because Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, but. I know they are. Big 12. I don't know what there's the I division. Mean, if I'm gorgeous, they playing, lost this, That's crazy. They lost to Southern Alabama. Like, I mean. Isn't he in the portal? A&M's, or did I make that up? Who? I, I, think, I think there was all these, I think there was made up stuff like these zero fake. and three websites and shit like that. Like oh, okay. these fake, fake, so people got to quit following that stuff. But, and by people, I'm talking to Tej right now, Teej, man. You got to look, you got to look at the ad before you tweet stuff out. You're like, oh my gosh. Wait, like, you talk about the Ali Williams is transferring the I was the one who said that was the Ali Gordon one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you there's so the many times where you put something in there and I'm like, Teach, you gotta check the ad. The ad is players, actually like players Miss fan one, two, three, four. I don't know when the next time we're potting, so I'll I'll run down these on Thursday the twenty eighth. We have Rutgers Miami, which is a pretty solid game. We have NC yep. State and Kansas State, two ranked teams in the Pop Tarts Bowl and Arizona and Oklahoma. I'm gonna be very tapped into Arizona, Oklahoma. Yeah. We got Anytime some real, I real Oklahoma lose, I watch. To be yeah. That's an Alamo Bowl. I'm gonna be real tapped in for that because that's a that's that's future Florida head coach Jed Fish right there. True facts. And then that Friday, I think that we'll we'll, we'll pod by then, so I don't have to preview anymore. I don't. We still don't have Auburn hasn't played yet, so Auburn's gonna get uh, lumped it in probably next week this weekend. Playoffs. Pablo's not no. here, man. They need to get that. No, they play on the thirtieth. They play on the thirtieth. That's about it, man. Props to everybody who won their bowl games. Uh. If your team was in a bowl game and has already played, oh, five props fans. to that. Props to App State who winning a, a, the Cure Bowl and nasty, nasty weather. UCLA beat the shit out of Boise and Gronk was there. That's about it. Well, another great episode. We will be back for our next episode to get ready to preview our playoffs, which, of course, we are featured in. And we may cut a promo on Washington's bitch ass. So like, rate, subscribe, and also... If- let us know if you watched a Baylor Bowl game. You know, if y'all fans out there and saw it, let us know what you thought about that. Tell Evan, tag him, email him, let him know what you thought of the Baylor team as they played their bowl game. And like that, it's cold, so get you a big one to cuddle up with. Like Dylan Rowe. Wow.